0: welcome to the segment where i review movies past and present examining them from a variety of perspectives including the subjective psychological and personal informative and occasionally funny this is logan land rants Welcome to Logan Land Rants, and today we're talking about the 1989 film Glory, a historical war drama directed by Edward Zick, who's probably best known for uh, The Last Samurai. Uh, He's made other movies, too, and it does say on his Wikipedia page that he primarily worked on historical dramas or comedy dramas, you know. His career does seem to have some versatility, although do the research for yourself. And the reason we're talking about Glory today... It's real simple. As you can tell by the nature of these Logan Land Rants episodes, I'm going back to some of my earlier films I logged on Letterboxd. Not the earliest films I watched, but, like, the earliest ones that I logged on the Letterboxd website platform, which I'm sure some of my viewers are familiar with. It's like, uh, you can make a public movie diary of, like, what you watched that week and when. And, uh, you know, I personally like to, uh... Log it after I watch it. But anyway, uh, it's directed by Edward Zick, who doesn't seem to be an auteur, but he has made movies that have won multiple awards. And looking back at Glory, it has some good performances. I mean, the obvious examples being Denzel Washington, who's like, like the main one of the main people in the movie, other than maybe Matthew Broderick, who commands that whole platoon. Which, if you're not familiar with Glory, it's basically. Uh, about African American battalion in the Union Army in uh, during the Civil War. No way around it. Uh, and uh, it's actually pretty light on policy. like it it's not very politically substantiated or whatever. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's not really interested in politics if you watch the movie. Like it doesn't, even though the Union guys are the good guys, which is good. Uh, it doesn't really take a particularly nuanced stance, but then again, that's my limited perspective. But it has consistently good performances. It's a well-told story that ends really tragically, potential spoiler alert. And what's interesting about it is I don't remember the cinematography very well, but I do remember seeing like beautiful images. Like I think war movies are known for that, like showing the battlefield with real power and scope. And that's always cool when that happens. Like, I always really like when performances, visual storytelling can go hand in hand together. Although a movie like this seems more interested in the performance. Although, in doing research for this podcast, I did learn that it is based on two books on the second battle of Fort Wagner, which is around the time period that this uh, movie is based on. Like I said, the American Civil War. And it does seem to be a true story, like, I'm not gonna say it isn't. You know, obviously, uh, historical movies are revisionist history, no doubt, but at least they tell it the way it is in this particular movie. But I was surprised to find out it is based on two books from totally different authors about the same battle, which is pretty interesting. But this was one of the funnest thing to... Even though I don't really think the score is particularly memorable, sorry about that, everyone. It is The music score is composed by James Horner, who's probably best known for his work on early Star Trek films. He also worked with James Cameron on movies like Titanic and Aliens. I forget if he worked on Avatar or not. Do not quote me if he did or didn't. But uh, it is cool that uh, he also composed the score for The Amazing Spider-Man, the first Andrew Garfield one. And only the first. But anyway... Uh, it's definitely one of those awards type movies, it's really good uh, and it was nominated for 5 Oscars and won 3, I don't remember specifically what, but that's one of those details you learn when you do research it also got a great NAACP image award at the time, I think 1989, so d- take take from that what you will, I honestly I'm white, I don't have a stance on this <coughs> But historical war dramas, like I said, they're always kind of revisionist history, but, you know, this one definitely seems to take the most accurate stance. But I am not a historian. Like, if you take historical advice from a podcaster, you are an idiot. (laughs) Like, come on. Don't take everything I say as gospel. It's probably not true. I have nothing. I I have no knowledge of this. I am not a historian. I did very surface-level research on the history and, like, what it's based on and stuff like that. But I did really like this movie. I thought it was overall really good. The performances do stick, even if you don't remember specific scenes. And I am thinking of re-watching it again, so keep that in mind. It might, it might be worth watching at least once. But either way, that's all I got for you. If you like this podcast, feel free to like, pledge, comment, or subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Bye.